Live Well Podcast, episode number 45. Welcome to another episode of Live Well Podcast. I'm Kim. I'm Allie. And we're the hosts of the show today. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to another episode. It's been so long, but I hope you're enjoying your summer because we have, and yeah, that's we, why we haven't been on. <laughs> yeah, we've been having a busy, fun summer. In fact, I can't even remember when I was here with you. Yeah, I'm not sure because I think the last episode I think I did on my own. Yeah. You were at a friend's or a sleepover or a party or something. That's kind of what my summer's been about. Yeah. <laughs> well, we did go to Mackinac, but I think we may have talked about that before. And then in July, we were in Arizona for a little while, visiting my mom and my stepdad. And then uh, my grandpa came the that week that we got back, and he was there. So we did some cool things like canoeing and uh, glow-in-the-dark mini golf. So yeah, so he fun. was with us for a week. Yeah, so it's been fun. And you start school in what? 10 days or something like that? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> so summer is coming to a quick end. It is. We hope you're enjoying your summer. Uh, today's episode, we're going to talk about hyperpigmentation. Uh, we also know it as age spots or sunspots. So we're going to talk about uh, first how hyperpigmentation occurs. Well, everybody has um, pigment or melanin is another name for it. We all have that in our bodies and uh, pigment or melanin gives our skin and hair its natural color. People with darker skin have higher amounts of melanin or pigment, and those with fairer skin have less. An increased production of melanin is called hyperpigmentation, and it's very common but usually harmless. Areas of skin become darker in color than the rest of the skin surrounding it, um, and this darkening occurs when extra melanin or pigment, whatever you want to call it, forms deposits in the skin. But uh, there are three main ways that hyperpigmentation will occur. It can occur after skin injury from things like acne, psoriasis, burns, friction, and even certain professional skincare treatments. It usually begins to fade as the skin regenerates itself, which is a process that can take months or more. Another way that uh, hyperpigmentation can occur is we know those spots that people call liver spots or age spots. Although those spots do become more prevalent with age, they are not directly caused by the aging process. It's actually from UV or sun exposure. Exposure to the sun is a major cause of hyperpigmentation, and sun exposure will darken existing spots. And then th the third type of hyperpigmentation is caused by hormonal fluctuations. Pregnancy, thyroid dysfunction, and use of birth control pills and hormone replacement therapy can cause skin darkening patches. Um, and also, not as common certain illnesses or use of certain prescription medications can also cause hyperpigmentation. Uh, but they usually show up on the hands, the face, the neck, the chest, and even arms. So treatment and ingredients for uh, treating hyperpigmentation in the past, hydroquinone, is a, it's a bleaching agent that has typically been used to treat hyperpigmentation. However, it has been uh, more recently linked to a variety of health issues, even when used in small amounts. Um, I've read that it can cause uh, sensitivity with a lot of people, and I've even heard and read about a cancer link, although I don't know, um, I don't know how um, prevalent that is, but I have read that out there. 
I was, uh, I found out that my dermatologist wouldn't prescribe it for me. So I think it's been, I mean, for the most part, it's been banned, although there may be some people out there that will prescribe it, but my dermatologist wouldn't. But um, I'm here to talk about the fact that there are many natural ingredients available that can help reverse hyperpigmentation. So there are other treatments. I mean, there are certainly treatments that you can get from your dermatologist and they can offer a couple different uh, things that will help treat hyperpigmentation. Oftentimes these are generally costly and what I have found is insurance won't pay for those types of procedures because it's considered cosmetic. Um, so most of the time insurance won't pay for it. So they can be kind of costly. So what I'm talking about are treatments that can be done um, at home by way of bleaching or exfoliating. Um, so bleaching, uh, there are bleaching, whitening, or lightening products uh, that would include ingredients such as azelaic acid, kojic acid, vitamin C and E, and licorice root, or some combination of these, to help reduce the dark spots. Uh, my esthetician actually recommended lemon juice, taking because hmm. um, I have some freckling on my cheeks, and um, I've been using a product which I'll talk about in a minute. But uh, she also said uh, try using lemon juice, so like cutting a fresh lemon. Depending on how big the spot is, you can either kind of swipe the lemon on your face where the spotting is, or if it's really small, you can just dab a Q-tip inside the lemon. And um, it's a type of lactic acid that helps bleach. That's what lemon juice does is it's a bleaching agent. Uh, the other uh, possible treatment is exfoliating. And that requires shedding the top layers of skin with ingredients such as lactic acid, glycolic acid, or salicylic acid. And as the top layers are shed, then new brighter skin comes through underneath. In order to really see results from this type of exfoliating, it requires professional strength. And you're not going to get that type of thing um, over the counter or, you know, if you go to um, the department store to get those types of products, you're not going to get that professional strength. So you really would need to see a dermatologist to see a difference um, using this type of method. But with the natural ingredients, um, it may take longer for the results to show, but it can work. It requires a commitment to using the product daily and sticking with it. It won't work as well if someone applies it off and on and they're not really consistent with it. And even with the lemon juice, my esthetician was saying to use it a couple times a day, but it has to be consistent and you know, there has to be that commitment to do it every day. I'm also using uh, Arbonne's Revelage product to reduce the sunspots that I have on my cheeks. I use a concentrated age spot minimizer. It's just a little bit of lotion that I rub specifically on the freckling. And then I also use a brightening serum at night. And I have quite a few clients that use these products. And several of them have seen have either seen their age spots completely disappear from using these products, or they've um, seen a reduction in the coloring of the age spots. That's good. Yeah. There are ways to prevent hyperpigmentation, though, and uh, prevention is the key to avoiding it. So here's the common message that we hear so often and that we've covered on the show many times, but it's important to avoid excessive sun exposure, um, to use an SPF to protect yourself. Um, it's important to apply it frequently throughout the day, sit in the shade, or under an umbrella. And uh, you could also wear a large hat or sunglasses, you know, whenever you're outside for long periods of time. Um, a skincare program that involves cleansing, exfoliating, moisturizing, and UV protection should be routine for maintaining good skin. 
Also, for anyone using the exfoliating ingredients, it's especially important to use SPF because skin will be more sensitive to the sun. That is true. Um, that is true if you get some type of an exfoliating procedure from your dermatologist. You will most definitely need to use uh, sunscreen. But even if you're using some kind of a scrub in the shower and you're scrubbing off you know, some layers of skin or you're using some type of um, you know, a cream on your face that has some exfoliating ingredients in it, you really should be using um, full-spectrum sunscreen to protect your skin because you are going to be a little bit more sensitive to the sun. And we've talked about that on our shows. Right. Full spectrum, that's the sunscreen you want to look for. You want to make sure it says full spectrum and it protects from both the UVA and UVB rays. Those rays that um, burn as well as cause aging and deeper damage to the skin. The skin is a very important part of our body. It is. It's our largest organ. That is true. I okay. think it's a wrap. It is a wrap. We hope you got something worthwhile from today's podcast, and we hope you'll join us for the next show. Our plan is to bring you simple tips that will allow you to live better. If you have any questions or want to hear a specific topic on our podcast, please call us or email us. We'd love to hear from you. Contact us at 312-957-7087 or email us at feedback at livewellpodcast.com. We might even use your question on our next show. You can also find us at livewellpodcast.com, our website. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate all of you. Lord willing, we will be with you on our next show. Have a joyful, healthy week. Simple information to help you live well and bloom where you are.